Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us for our weekly edition of Called to Care. Uh, Pastor Corey, what are we called to care about today? It's good to be with you, Tim. We are called to care about people's whole health, uh, and that includes people's mental health, uh, their mental and behavioral health. And so as, as followers of Christ, believe that uh, mental health is part of our uh, makeup and it's uh, something we need to care about in, in this COVID-19 pandemic reality that we're in. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, stress, a lot of pains, a lot of uh, trials for folks, uh, whether there's somebody who has lived with a mental illness and diagnosis or someone who lives with someone with a diagnosis or is just stressed out about the times or uh uh, the restrictions that have come, maybe business has been bad, all kinds of things, right? So um, we want to talk about that today and that we're called to care for all of that as, a, as neighbors and as community members. So I want to put up a graphic uh, if I can here. I think you might have to make me co-host or something. I, I, uh, but I'm going to put up a graphic from the Department of Health of Washington State, and it and it shares in an image uh, kind of the ups and downs of what we've gone through. So hopefully people can see this and they can they can see that uh, you know we were we were going along with uh, the pre-disaster you know and we were hearing things about COVID nineteen and then it then it came to our shores so to speak or it came to our cities. Uh, we responded. Remember uh, the heroic responses early on, talking in March April. People are, you know, mostly willingly shutting down. Remember the Some Good News Network and other things. A lot of encouragement, a lot of, you know, make, beating pans and making music and singing to your neighbor and all that. And it, it, it reaches up to the honeymoon uh, point where you're, you know, you're feeling like we're pulling together on this. But then in long-term crisis, uh, the crisis keeps going. And so what we see in this this graph is that you know things just uh, keep keep going downhill, and I think we are in this disillusionment phase of fighting a long-term pandemic and still learning about it, dealing with the economic consequences, the social and family consequences, and so we're down in here where things are happening. Different groups, universities, schools are figuring things out, and not all of it's easy. And so when you go through a precipitous drop like this in a phase of disillusionment, whether you're somebody who lives with a mental health diagnosis or you have a friendship or relationship with somebody who does, or you're just dealing with stress and maybe it's not an official diagnosis, this is a, this is a hard time. Need counseling, you might need to talk to your doctor about it. But we need to be good neighbors. So we're, we're hopefully coming out of this period. But I want to talk about this period of disillusionment down in the valley, as maybe our Psalms would talk about you know, being in the valley of the shadow of death. Uh, one of the things that can happen to people when they're down in the dumps, down in the pit, uh, going through disillusionment, is they can contemplate uh, ending their own life, uh, killing themselves, suicide, something we don't like to talk about much or think about, but it's important to be able to talk about that. And so some 
some local folks. I'm on a, a team called the, the Whitman County Suicide Prevention and Resiliency Task Force. It's, it's kind of a mouthful, full, but it's a great group of people. Has members throughout the county, uh, throughout Whitman County, uh, different folks in different types of positions, everything from librarians to uh, you know paramedics to clergy people that are involved, counselors are involved. Uh, and we put together a resource that's going out to the community. And I don't know if you can see it, but it's just a two-sided uh, resource that, that folds up into business card sides. And on one side, it says someone actively attempting suicide. And on the other side, it says someone seriously considering suicide. And it's just basic steps for what you can do in those situations. We made it small enough to fit in your purse uh, or wallet, or you can tack it up near your phone at your office. Uh, we have some poster size ones going out around the county. And it's just, you know, a basic tool to help us become more familiar with things we could say and do uh, when somebody is uh, potentially uh, considering suicide. And so I don't know if we have time to walk through all these steps, uh, but you know, if someone, I do want to say, if someone is actively attempting suicide, you do need to uh, call 911 and get services involved and be ready to provide information. And you need to uh, make sure you're safe and as best as you can listen to them. Uh, non-judgmentally. If you're not with the person, which sometimes happens, maybe you're texting or, or, or messaging, uh, you need to try to connect with them as best you can. And if it's texting, you need to see, can you call them or can you get to be with them in their presence? Uh, and of course, throughout this process, you're going to offer them reassurance. You're going you're gonna to talk to them. You're going to ask them questions to help figure out what's going on and what they're thinking and feeling. Uh, and one of the things you want to ask them if they're contemplating suicide is if they have a plan, mm -hmm. uh, because if they if they have a plan and you ask them about it um, that, and they share that with you, that uh, research tells us uh, that they're less likely to use that plan and hopefully less likely to complete uh, suicide at that point. Uh, there's there's more that we could say. There's more on the, those uh, those tools. But the key thing is to be a, a non-judgmental listener that cares about the person and is willing to go there with them. Will, you know, if they, if they say something like, I really don't want to be here tomorrow, or hey, you don't have to worry about seeing me anymore, or they, they start giving away some prized possessions in a strange way, or, or they, they don't show up for work when they always do, or something, something clues you into something's not right. Key thing is to, uh, to ask the questions, to not be afraid to ask the tough questions, um, and to, to listen to them, give them space to listen, uh, to care, and then to contact services that could help. And, you know, when in doubt, call 911. They, they, they can help. But you might be the, the nearest, most immediate lifeline for that person. So we just wanted to say we are called to care. I, I have 50 of these uh, at the church. I could get more of these if you want. There are thousands of them going out around the county as we speak. And who knows, this, this little piece of paper could help save a life, but it's really the person using the information on the paper, right, that's saving it. But if you'd like this for your purse or your wallet, um, call us, uh, email us, our information's connected to whatever, however you're watching this, and we will get you a, um, a suicide prevention and intervention tool, okay? Uh, any questions, Tim?
Um, no, I, I think I was just going to say, you know, this is a great, uh, I think this is a great starting point and a great tool in an emergency situation. But um, I know that you also provide some training that's a little more extensive around uh, different, uh, different or all different types of mental health first aid. So maybe you could take just a moment and tell us about that and how somebody might connect to that ministry. Oh, definitely. So yeah, we do have a mental health ministry with our church here in Palouse and uh, you can see more about it at palousechurch.org. I think there's a link for mental health ministry, but we, we teach mental health first aid for, for adults and mental health first aid for youth. I also have a fire and EMS program, law enforcement program, uh, that I'm certified to teach. And it's a, um, it's a full day program. You can, there's different options that you can take it. You can take it online now or a combined way where I, I uh, teach part of it in online and, and we can do an in-person class if we have all the right uh, COVID mitigation. So it's, but it's a, it's a full class, full day of, of how can you provide first aid for all different kinds of mental health situations uh, not just suicide, uh, uh, everything from emerging mental illness to two different types of crises. Um, so that's, uh, that is a class that I teach. I haven't been teaching them because, mainly because of COVID-19 in my sabbatical, but recently I've gone through the certification process to do uh, the 2.0 of mental health first aid, which means I can do it in, in different ways, blended, virtual, uh, hybrid, whatever you want to call it, and in person. So if you or a group is interested in that, stay tuned for more information or just contact me and I could, uh, I could connect you with a class, uh, whether it's me or another instructor, uh, or I could teach your, your group if you have a group that wants the, uh, the material. Yeah, uh, is that enough you think on that? I, yeah, I think that's yeah. enough. You know, uh, Mentalhealthfirstaid.org too, if you want to go to that website uh, to yeah. see the organization. Yeah, well, you know, it's... Uh, as much as we, uh, you know, care for people, it's good to also have tools and resources and knowledge to back it all up and help us to really execute the kind of care and compassion and love that we want to in, uh, in our lives and in our community. So uh, just an encouragement to people to check out uh, that mental health first aid option and classes if they can. And like you said, if you want one of the cards, give us a, a call at the church or send us an email and we'll make sure you get one. So I yeah. think that's all we've got for today. Unless you've Thanks, got Tim. something else. So um, I think I have to reclaim the host there, which I just did. And uh, I'll thank you all for listening and watching. This has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop Studios in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. And we really hope you have a blessed week. Uh, you are called to care. We are called to care. So go out there and care for your neighbors.